0: We're, we're having an M&M debate. Um, <laughs> Not really a debate, a lively conversation. Uh, an M&M discussion. Um, it opened, Sophia opened with a very um, hot take. Interesting hot take.
1: take. I said that that um, peanut butter M&M's are better than Reese's Pieces.
0: Which I, I responded because I have opened two packages of them, like the little Halloween ones, and like compared and contrasted them and my opinion is the peanut butter m ms do the ratios of like candied chocolate to peanut butter better but the peanut butter in the Reese's pieces, Listen, Reese's we pieces all know
1: that the is better higher candy, quality peanut butter we all know that the candy in any Reese's candy is going to the peanut butter is going to be the best
0: yeah I just think they're too sweet that's fair they are too sweet um But anyway, and then
1: I said peanut M&M's are the best M&M and then Dylan said that that mini M&M's are better. I I think mini M&M's are better than regular M&M's.
0: I love mini M&M's. They're Um, the
1: best.
0: My thing about peanut M&M's is they're good and I like them. I do. You always. It doesn't happen all the time with a mini bag. But when you've got like a like a movie theater size bag of peanut M&M's, you're always going to get a couple where the peanut is nasty. That's like true. not bad, like not rotten or anything. It just doesn't taste good. And it ruins yeah. the whole bag. Anyway, you, you always eat that one near the end and you can't get the taste out of your mouth.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, I'm Sophia. I use they, she pronouns. I'm Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. Um, hi. Um, hello. Welcome. Uh, have you heard
1: the good news about all the new words? Ooh, I love new words. Uh, Merriam-Webster, uh, mm. the dictionary, added five—not five hundred, four hundred and fifty-five new words that is to the dictionary. That is So many! I feel like most so years it's like many. ten to fifteen. Yeah, they added a lot this year. Would you like to hear? Um, in an, some I would of like the, to hear all four hundred
0: and fifty that... of them alphabetically, or maybe no, just thank you. some highlights. <laughs>
1: um i in an article from insider by uh, emily walsh i will give you the highlights
0: um, pause um second. i need to close my window because outside is getting very loud
1: okay i will take a take a brief pause oh, okay hey hang, hang
0: on tell me these are okay. good, good words
1: Okay, so the article starts off with some background about Merriam Webster. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't care. Um, First one they put in here is AstroTurf. You know that fake
0: grass? Yeah.
1: There's also a.
0: Is there a logical fallacy called AstroTurfing? I have no
1: idea. Um, It is used to. Oh, okay, here it is. Um, falsely made to appear grassroots, this figurative, so they already had AstroTurf as the fake grass. Oh, This okay. figurative use of AstroTurf in the capitalized for, form is a trademark for artificial turf. Oh, okay. It is used to describe political efforts, campaigns, or organizations that appear to be funded and run by ordinary people, but are in fact backed by powerful groups. So it's
0: fake grassroots. I get it.
1: Yeah. I always
0: yeah. I I always remember that it's got some important metaphorical meaning. I can never remember what it is, but I'm sorry. fake grassroots, that makes sense. This next one is
1: because. Was because not in the dictionary before? It by must reason have been. of because of often used in a humorous way to convey vagueness about the exact reason of something this preposition of because is versatile and can be used for example to avoid delving into overtly into the overtly technical
0: the ah. process
1: works because science i get it or to dismiss explanation altogether they left because reasons
0: yeah, that makes that makes sense. It's used um, enough that it is part of the modern lexicon.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> copy pasta.
0: That makes sense. I'm surprised the that, that now? took until now to get in the get- I dictionary. I know.
1: I know. Are you ready? This one really got me. Mm-hmm. Dadbot is in the dictionary.
0: Incredible.
1: They put they put Dad Bod in Does the dictionary. Does the article delve
0: into um, Why what the uh, criteria are for a new word being introduced into the dictionary?
1: Um it might have at the top. Hang on. Um okay. Yes. The editors source the texts in search of new words, new usages of existing words, variants, spellings, and inflected forms, in short, everything that might Help in deciding if the word belongs in the dictionary, understanding what it means, and determining typical usage, the dictionary's website says. Any word of interest is marked along with sourcing the context that it that offers insight into its form and use.
0: There you go. Do you think there's some poor Merriam Webster intern who has to like go through urban dictionary to be like oh, oh is God. this a viable word is this a viable word this um, one's definitely maybe. not a viable word but I did not Jesus. know that hmm.
1: but so dad bod is now officially in the dictionary and um, if you don't know what a dad bod is you may have been living under a rock yeah um, but it is a physique regarded <laughs> as typical of an average father especially one that is slightly overweight and not extremely muscular. They're forgetting that it's often used in like to describe somebody who is attractive. Like, I feel like that's what I always hear dad bod in the context of like they have a dad bod and it's not a like, you know,
0: well, I think it originated as an insult and then it was reclaimed. Um, I guess, but I don't know if the, I don't know if describe. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think, I I think, um how deplatform? platform mm,
0: that's a good one
1: that's a good that's a good one to be in there um this one for for us massachusetts people have has always been a word oh is it um, it's our, no it's our state sandwich fluffernutter
0: oh nice we the got fluffern- in the dictionary Fluff- what i don't know why i said we <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. a sandwich made with peanut butter and marshmallow cream between two slices of white sandwich bread You gotta eat that
0: with some hot cocoa on your way to hit the slopes.
1: It is the state sandwich of Massachusetts because marshmallow fluff is produced in Massachusetts.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically, anybody can make it anywhere yeah i mean (laughs) but the official marshmallow fluff created outside of massachusetts is actually called marshmallow cream to be fluff it has to originate from (laughs) the fluff region of massachusetts
1: (laughs) they wrote it in the dictionary definition it's creme with the the french it's with the french accent um so there's a couple others in here fgw for the win Um, ghost kitchen. Long. What is ghost kitchen? Okay, a commercial cooking facility used in preparation of food consumed off premises, also called cloud kitchen, dark kitchen.
0: Interesting. I've never heard of that.
1: A long COVID. So like COVID long haulers. Ah. Um, Oobleck. Oobleck. It finally in the dictionary. Why now? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's been in the like the. I always think of the Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. So it's been in like the published vernacular. lexicon. Yeah, and yeah, the vernacular for a while. I've always called it ooh black. Um, Side I know note: pe- Speaking
0: of vernacular, have you seen the TikTok trend of wave or white American vernacular English?
1: Yes, I have. Yes, I have. It's one of my favorite trends going around because I love seeing what other white people have commented that is like their vernacular English. It's hilarious. It's very good. Um, Yeah, OOBLEC, whataboutism, um, Mm. and that's the last one that this article pulled up. Um, In the, the synonym term, whataboutery is more common in British English.
0: That makes sense. You're <laughs> reading something and you suddenly realize it was written by a British person. Not because they say like arse or like they put use in weird places, but because they say something they say a phrase. You like mean nappies. uses in the letter, right? Yeah.
1: W- what was that last part of that sentence?
0: Well, because I was I was reading like a, a, a post about being a nanny. And this person was talking about being a nanny in like Wisconsin or something. And they were like. I was totally sure this person was American because they were talking about being a nanny in Wisconsin. And they were like, um, and then I had to change her nappy. And I'm like, you are a nanny in the United States and you don't say diaper? Like, even if you were yeah. a British, I feel like if you're a nanny in the United States and you have to go Do out you... and buy these things, you would call them diapers. Why Sorry, are you lying you say... about being in Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, you saying that reminded me of the, did you see the post that went around about why we call – why in the U.S. we call it biscuits? We have the different words for biscuits and cookies? No. Did you see this post? Okay, wait, wait, Like, I might on.
0: have, but I have forgotten.
1: It's really interesting. So, cookies – oh, I don't want to send that to my supervisor. That would be a long, weird message to send <laughs> – oopsie-daisy. <laughs> so – let me see if I can find it. So basically, it comes from um basically hard, like hardtack. Um Okay, oh. yes, I found it. So biscuit comes from the the French word um to bake. Um baked twice, right? But baked twice, yes. But it, it originally is for like items like hardtack and mm-hmm. not like biscotti. Um but they were baked, but hardtack was like, it was baked twice so it could be taken on long sea voyages yeah. and it wouldn't, it wouldn't go bad. Yeah. Um, and you could it's probably- It's already be, stale. Yeah, it's already fucked. If you found a piece of hardtack today, like in a museum, you could, you wouldn't and you shouldn't, but Don't you could Don't a
0: museum's <laughs> displays. Like- don't
1: do that but it would probably not be terrible
0: yeah uh, was, i remember so i went through a good, very intense but... pirate phase um where i read a <laughs> lot of books about pirates and um
1: i mean heart attack is not good it will break your teeth
0: uh there is a character who would um who like had grown up i not grown up, but like spent a really long time on a ship and then they were a lady in high society and they were absentmindedly tapping their biscuits against the table because that's a thing sailors used to do to shake the bugs out. Disgusting. Yuck. Okay. Gross. Extra protein.
1: Uh, yum. <laughs> um, I mean,
0: so if you're a, a sailor on a voyage and it's been six months.
1: <laughs> Just... I mean, I have no, listen, okay, I here's my thing. I have, I don't want to say gross as in, like, eating bugs, but, like, I want to eat bugs consensually, you know what I mean?
0: You want to know that they're there if you're going to eat them.
1: Yes, that's what I mean. See, that's what I mean by consensually. I want to know that the bugs are, like, I've eaten crickets before, they're fine. I, like, have no problem with when people are like, ew, gross bugs, to people who, like, I understand the importance and nutritional
0: and cultural value of eating bugs. However, I'm incredibly, I'm, uh, what's the word? I'm a metaphobic. Like I will see a bug and like, I once had a like full down meltdown during, I I mean, I was stoned at the time because a spider crawled on me. Um, You're
1: super valid. You're super (laughs) valid. Listen, that's very, very valid. But like, if I'm going to eat bugs I want to know about them, you know? Yeah, you
0: don't want surprise bugs.
1: No, 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 surprise bug, Uh uh-uh. Occasionally,
0: surprise food is good and interesting. For instance, I had paella, and afterwards, my dad was like, you know there was escargot in that, and I was like, cool, I've eaten a snail, and I didn't even notice because there was nice spicy sausage there. Or like, when I was first trying sushi, no one would tell me what any of the sushi was until after I had tried it, so I wouldn't be like grossed out too grossed out to try something that ended up being really good
1: yeah i mean that's the thing but you know that being said that being consensual bugs bugs bugs. consent that's what i mean by consensual bugs because i don't ever want to be one of those people that's like ew, food from another culture i'm not that i'm not anyway um, <laughs> Listen, I will always try. <laughs> My landlady is in the next room. She can probably hear me talking. This is
0: I've said this before, and I'll really say it well. again. I will try any food twice. Once because I don't, er, the first because I don't think the first time I will necessarily give it a fair shot if I've got a preconceived notion about it. That being said, I, I don't want to eat anything with a crunchy shell or like squiggly legs. I don't even like like um, shellfish that much. Like shellfish gives me the wiggins sometimes. And I grew up got, you eating if shellfish. It's got
1: the sh- if it's still got the shell on it, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. You're fair. Listen, there are very we all, we few know-
0: situations in which I like shrimp. And I will eat oysters with my dad. I will eat one oyster and put a lot of um, cocktail sauce on it.
1: You're so valid. Okay, wait, wait. So when the British colonists, disgusting, settled in the Americas, they did not have to preserve biscuits, hardtack, or storage on sea voyages. So instead they bake them once and let them stay soft um, and they often bake them using buttermilk to let them have a rise mm. um, or they or or they would use whey um, and they would still so the, the reason why you have like items food such like, like biscuits and gravy, that's a carryover of hardtack mm. basically they would soak the hardtack in soup or gravy or stew because yeah. otherwise it would break your teeth yeah <laughs> um
0: otherwise you got to suck on
1: it for a little while like
0: it's a lollipop yeah.
1: but the reason why in the us we call thing we call them cookies is it be- comes from the, the British the, the german word for cookie is kuchen mm. um uh, or the, the, sorry, the German so word for cake know. is Kuchen, um, which are they're like tiny in bef- like pre now, they were like tiny little cakes, very soft, um, very soft, tiny little cakes. I recently um, saw a TikTok,
0: the- this is tangentially related, that was talking about how in America there's lots of different types of gravy, where in a lot of places there's just the one. Interesting. Um, and I'm like, Okay, so the one gravy, what? What's the say, base what for they,
1: that? I mean, but like, uh, there's like, tur- like turkey. Stuff. Yeah, like we make you make it with like your leftover stock from whatever beef. Like, it's the drippings. You make it from. You make it from whatever you've cooked. Yeah. If you're having a a beef thing, do they make it out of chicken?
0: I don't know. I guess. I guess the the real thing is like brown gravy versus white gravy, like breakfast gravy versus not breakfast gravy.
1: Listen, I know when in Rome, but like I cannot fathom having gravy at breakfast time. I feel yeah, like it's like a different kind of gravy. Nap. Yeah, that's fair. It's white okay, sausage
0: so- gravy. It's lighter and less salty. Or, I mean, it's still salty.
1: It's so salty. But so the the German slash Dutch. Immigrants made these tiny cakes called kuchen with butter, sugar, and molasses and eggs before tea biscuits, as England knew them, were available in the colonies, the U.S., um, which is why biscuits and cookie are separate items in the U.S., but they're the same in the U.K.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like biscuit covers... A lot of biscuit, the word biscuit does a lot of work in the UK because you've got biscuit just, biscuits and you've got cookie biscuits, and then there's also like certain types of crackers will be referred to I as biscuits.
1: Like, I also feel like they don't have what the US calls, I mean, British people, correct us if we're wrong. You, you don't have the light,
0: on, fluffy, like Pillsbury biscuits, you have, right?
1: You don't have, they don't have like su- what I think of as like southern biscuits yeah like what you would have with like chicken and biscuits or biscuits biscuits. and gravy now I want now I want to make biscuits or like what you would have with like strawberry shortcake
0: yeah well shortcake's it's a whole different thing
1: shortcake is it's a whole thing but you can still do like people will do
0: like uh either pie pie crust crescent roll or biscuit biscuit or uh, fuck not biscuits strawberry shortcake yeah. Um I had anyway, a different fun thing that I wanted to talk about before we get into the articles. I've gone totally
1: off topic. My um Okay, yeah, we can do that. My This is this my... is super
0: brief. Um Okay. Okay, okay. I just So um I was on Twitter. Uh-oh. <laughs> and here, let me see if I can find the tweet just real quick. It was like the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter side note this is not okay um rahul kohli who is in midnight mass and a bu- um he was in the haunting of bly Manor. very very attractive man um uses they he pronouns he they pronouns i love them um very
1: attractive very attractive person
0: um he tweet or they tweeted he tweeted they tweeted uh please masturbate <laughs> don't participate in this no not november shite not only is it normal and healthy it prevents prostate cancer so i had to google it because no shave november was raising awareness about prostate cancer so i had to see yes yeah, i
1: believe i did i talk about that last week
0: you I'm did back, I think I mentioned,
1: yes it That's was Movember, how i
0: learned about it um, that it Movember,
1: was no shave november was originally started as a way to raise awareness for prostate cancer.
0: Um, and a welcome. lot of doctors and help men's health people, though people who aren't men have prostates too, um, but it is in a bunch of men's health magazines, um, think that uh, No Nut November is actually bad for your prostate. So <laughs> apparently, it initially started with an idea that it might be good for your prostate
1: well this Question is mark? going going back to our talk about cookies and things like that graham crackers were originally do you know about this about graham crackers I feel like i've had, been sitting on this for a while do you graham crackers i thought it was
0: cornflakes both of them graham also crackers,
1: soccer and cornflakes and soccer we're such we're such teases we're all originally created to prevent
0: men from masturbating yeah the idea with soccer was if they don't use their hands in soccer <laughs> they won't masturbate or something like that Graham, okay, i think that's Graham just crackers. a rumor but um and i do know i do know um cornflakes um, My perfect. search
1: history has been so weird this week, because I just looked up graham cracker masturbation, and earlier I looked up Joe Biden fart, so I, had, <laughs> I don't know if you heard I about that story.
0: Google, Is No Nut November bad for your prostate? That's a thing that I Googled.
1: I had to Google Joe Biden fart, because I saw something about how <laughs> allegedly Joe Biden farted in front of Camilla Parker Bulls and she can't start, stop talking about it. Wild. Oh, my God. Um. Yes. So Sylvester Graham, the inventor of the graham cracker, a the puritanical 19th century minister preacher, said that carnal desire caused headaches, epilepsy, and even insanity.
0: Update on my life. My mom just texted me a selfie of her and my dad sharing a scorpion bowl. Okay. <laughs> it's those big, <laughs> big alcoholic drinks.
1: I know. Oh, my God. I love your parents? Uh, To stop his followers from... Not his, like, Instagram followers, but his, like, devout Christian followers from getting frisky, he invented a bland biscuit-like cracker.
0: I feel like graham crackers aren't that bland. They've got that, like, cinnamon and ginger stuff going on.
1: Yeah, that now.
0: Oh! Um,
1: To... He invented a bland biscuit-like cracker to cure masturbation and quell sexual urges in 1829. His prostate must have been real fucked up. Yep.
0: If he was trying to quell sexual urges.
1: Yep. Hang on. That article article I was just reading from was from the New York Post, which I hate. So I found the one (laughs) that I actually want to read from, which is from The Atlantic, um, which is a journalism source that I trust much more. Um,
0: I just remember seeing all the memes about how Tony the Tiger was d- undoing all the hard work of Kellogg. Because he invented cornflakes to make people less horny. Um.
1: Oh, and now people want to fuck Tony the Tiger?
0: Who is the mascot for a cornflake. A cornflake. Uh,
1: a, just one cornflake. Um, don't buy cornflakes or um Rice crispy Flakes treats. right now. Yeah. Uh huh. Because they're still on strike. Mm-hmm. By uh, Generic. Yeah. Okay. So, this guy, Graham, never promoted any of his products, believing himself to be on a mission from God for the sake of humanity, and he was therefore often financially strapped. He died in 1851 at the age of 55 after a bitter retirement. Can I just? It it wasn't until 1900 that his crackers began to be sold commercially by independent bakers. By 1931, the National Biscuit Company, which eventually became Nabisco, introduced a oh. sugar variety of graham crackers and. <laughs> it and made grams... people horny. <laughs> and grams I don't know how to say this word, but I'm assuming it's related. Hang on. Let me look it up. Hey,
0: let me look things up. G- give me give me an attempt at the word. Um, let me try and guess the word.
1: Asceticism.
0: I have no clue.
1: Asceticism. Severe self-discipline and Im- avoidance of all forms typically of self-indulgence for religious reasons. Asceticism. Asceticism was long forgotten. There you go. I have been yeah, trying to learn this article this article rep, uh reference the next paragraph in this article is about cornflakes oh, and nice. kellogg's what the and how
0: it's because of the same thing why is this man put his head through a window excuse me i it's just the google search results for asceticism
1: the first paragraph in here is before the baby food diet the paleo diet the south beach diet the atkins diet <sighs> Even before the fat-free craze, there was one 19th century fad that captured the curiosity of health-conscious Americans. It had all the trappings of, modern tr- of a modern, trendy weight-loss regime, a controversial idea, popular bu- books, and a dynamic guru. Only the followers of this diet were not looking to shed pounds, but rather sexual urges. Oh, boy.
0: Um, what is the food that makes you the least <laughs> You, don't are are you answer that.
1: <laughs> you, okay, I was about to say, are you genuinely asking? I
0: just—is there a like? I'm trying to think if there's a food that makes me decidedly unhorny, and I'm coming up with nothing, unless it's like, like chili, because then I feel all <laughs> bloated and gassy, and I don't want to have sex after that. I
1: think yeah, I think chili is a decidedly unsexy food. I can't really anything think of any... with a
0: lot of beans in it. You're really gonna beans anything that makes you feel or bloated like... or and or gassy
1: how are you feeling right now? Bloated and gassy. Let's not have sex.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure like or anything, kink.
1: anything like really, really spicy that just makes you need to sit on the toilet for a really long time afterwards.
0: Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> not in the spice category, but on the, the toilet category.
1: Well, just like, I'm trying to think, you know how people talk about like aphrodisiacs and, and how oysters, like, oysters and are... chocolate
0: and red wine.
1: Yeah. Um, also, here's my thing with oysters. Like that is taking a eating a raw oyster is like literally slurping down I a don't shot. Of,
0: understand the the sex appeal of, slimy, of an oyster of like
1: slimy seawater, and then you're like, oh yeah, baby, put your mouth on my mouth, and it's like yuck. Um, it's
0: Jim Gaffigan described oysters as a rock with a snot in it, and I think about that every time <laughs> I eat oysters. <laughs>
1: I have not had oysters since I once had food poisoning from clams that I Oof. I had um, I, on a side home. Note,
0: watched the worst TikTok ever the other day where Uh-oh. somebody took canned clam chowder and rin- put it in a strainer and rinsed it until it was just the chunks and then ate it. And I oh. thought I was going to die.
1: Why would you tell me that? Because oh, I had to see it and now you have to
0: hear about it.
1: I don't. That's disgusting. Why did you tell me about that? I, I, I can't eat clams. I really like. I could probably do oysters, although I haven't tried. But I I could um, probably eat clams. No, no, no. My sister's fiance
0: and my father really like oysters to the point where over the summer we went to their favorite oyster restaurant like six times.
1: If somebody else is paying for the oysters, I'll eat oysters.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I'll
1: eat an oyster.
0: Again, but I like, will eat, I like, one can't... or two with a lot of cocktail sauce.
1: Basically I just, just an excuse somebody... to get
0: that that good, good red, red, red sauce.
1: <laughs> I just can't imagine somebody being like, I'm going to eat this ball of sea snot, and then I'm going to try to fuck someone.
0: Not try to. Can... That makes it sound like they're doing <laughs> something bad. <laughs> I, in my mind, I imagine s- somebody just slurping down, like... 20 of them and then going to a singles bar <laughs> like, this gets me revving to go on a date
1: oh yeah they're going on like a speed dating like yeah, a blind date like, like kind of like thing
0: rapid fire tinder hookup
1: oh my god fucking wild <laughs> i just like tinder sorry can you imagine like, Baby, i just
0: slammed 30 oysters you want to go <laughs>
1: Can you can you imagine? I just am now thinking about you know that that fan fiction trope, the like sex pollen fan fiction trope. Mm -hmm. Imagine that, but with oysters. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, like I don't know, like I had one of those because I was following, um, like some tag on my on my Tumblr.
0: That is a thing that started with. Star Trek, that is a real canonical thing that happened on Star Trek, the TV Jesus. show. I like, know. That's where it comes. This isn't no ABO, a bunch of horny teenagers made this up. This is a thing that happened on Star Trek. It's it's awful. That launched um, a thousand bad, bad porn fanfic.
1: <laughs>
0: and I'm sure some good ones.
1: Well, so one of them like popped up, was not interested because I was like, I don't... How do you feel about that trip? It's like it. It's a bad. Tr- it's a. It's a weird trip. You know what I
0: like better than that? Mm. Um, cuddle pollen. I've been reading <laughs> a lot of Bat Family fanfic. Um, <laughs> I hate and the name. Can well, I so just- so in Batman, Ivy Poison Ivy has yeah. a pollen that makes you. I I think in Canada it makes you horny. But um, in fanfic, it makes it feel like your skin's burning unless you're cuddling somebody. Jesus. Um, And it leads to a lot of accidental brother acquisition. And it's adorable.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen, I've been reading
0: a lot of Batfam fanfic. And I have a lot of emotions about Jason Todd being like, I'm going to kill this guy. And then being like, oh, he's just a sad kid. He's my brother now. Like, 10 out of 10, we'll read more.
1: Yeah, God, I love fan fiction. The, I was trying to explain what fan fiction was to somebody the other day who had never, like, conceptual—excuse me, conceptualized what fan fiction was, and I was like, "Oh, it's like when you really like a piece of media, and so you want more of it, but there's no more of it, so you write it yourself." And they were like, "What's the point of that?" Like, who do you do that for? And I'm like
0: yourself,
1: you. And they're like, but do other people read it? And I'm like, yeah, if you Sometimes. want
0: me
1: to. Anyway, it was it was wild. And they were like, you oh. do that for f- like for free? And I was like, yeah, people do Fun that for fact.
0: free. Fun fact: I was writing fan fiction opinion. before I I'm... knew what fan fiction was. I used to while I was M&M. swimming laps write NCIS self insert fan fiction where I was one of their like nieces and I solved crime.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy! I was like ten. <laughs> Listen, you gotta feel the when you're doing like exercise or like on a walk. Um, I was doing this today, except I wasn't writing fanfiction. I was writing our Dungeons and Dragons campaign.
0: Nice. <laughs> I've done that.
1: Should we? I feel like we've been we've been going for almost forty yeah. minutes. I don't need to talk about necessarily need to talk about my article. I can okay. save it for next week. Oh, um, I just
0: want to throw out there. This is a thought I had earlier, and I'm not going to do the whole rant because it's too far removed from what we're talking about. But if you ever want to get angry about capitalism, look up Ephraim Wales Bull. That's it. That's my whole thing. His wait, name is Ephraim about? Wales Bull. He is what did from he do? uh 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 fuck fuck Concord, Massachusetts, and he is the inventor of the Concord grape. And I'm just going to do like a mini thing. He was trying to come up with the perfect wine grape. And he found the he, he invented, created the conquered grape. And he made jam with it. And it was really, really good jam. And he's like, it's not the perfect wine grape, but it's a great grape. And he brought samples of the jam and like clippings of the grape for more people to use to his local church. And he refused to patent it because he wanted everybody to be able to. Um, enjoy the spoils of this good, good grape. And a man named Isn't Reverend Wal- Welsh, Reverend Welsh, oh. yes, that Welsh, took, who was the, 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 the reverend of the church that uh, Ephraim Wales Bull brought his grape snippings to, took that grape, patented it in his own name, and founded the Welsh's Jam Company.
1: Well, we all know that Mott's fruit gummies are better than Welch's anyway.
0: Yeah. But now, like, lots of people use the Concord grape. I don't know how that worked out. But I just get so upset about this. Well, it's he, a fucking
1: grape. He, I he, hate the idea of patenting. Okay, here's the thing. Ephraim Louis Bull of
0: spent decades trying to find the perfect grape for wine. And he came up with this beautiful, beautiful jam grape. And he died penniless and alone. And his uh, epitaph, there's like a, there's like a, in Concord Center, I knew somebody who used to do like historical tours of Concord, which is how I know about this, um, and then I did my own research on poor, poor Ephraim, um, in Concord Center, there is, like, a little, like, plaque, like, stone plaque thing. It's not his tombstone, but it's, like, a little stone in honor of him in front of where his house used to be. And there's Concord grapes growing on it. And there's grapes chiseled into it. And it says, what he reaped, others sowed. Wait, nope. What he sowed, others reaped. Others reaped. And it just makes me so angry. I, I care a I lot about them. this grape, man.
1: It's a good grape. It's a good, good grape. Anyway. If you... If you've never had a, a raw ass Concord grape, raw ass. What am I, Jesus? If you haven't had a Concord grape, I think it's at its peak
0: in jam, but it is really good fresh, and it is really good in juice form.
1: Ugh. but I'm uh, don't buy from Welch's. Ah, uh, never knew. But, uh, I mean, I, I guess you could probably buy from Welch's now. it yeah, <laughs> happened a it's long been, time like, ago. A few hundred years. <laughs> It's been a while, but like Yeah. Boycott Welsh <laughs> <laughs> Um. Poor Ephraim. If they ever do anything again
0: <laughs> Welsh is you're on thin fucking ice.
1: <laughs> you're on thin you're on thin fucking ice. For something um, your founder
0: speaking,
1: did. Speaking of companies and corporations, mm-hmm. uh, as we've mentioned earlier, Kellogg's is still on strike. Um what else? As usual. Climate crisis, climate emergency.
0: Stop line three.
1: Stop line three.
0: Uh, um, check out resist bot slash petitions for other issues that might interest you. Um, there will be a link in the description. To
1: that our podcast is sponsored by water, which is why we talk about line three. Um, but our podcast is sponsored by water. Um, water is life. And that's why we need it. We need it to survive. So we are protecting water. Drink
0: water. You need it to survive.
1: You might cut you should cut that out.
0: Oh, I absolutely did, but I didn't cut this part out. Anyway. Um,
1: no, I was going to say something. What was I saying right before you told me that gross story? <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? Um Oh, look up your cities or your town's local mutual aid chapter, if you have one, um, or community fridge. Those are really good ways to be direct. Because if you don't have the means or funds to be able to donate money, which <laughs> there are many people in that position, yeah. um, there are other ways to give back through mutual aid. Yeah, it's not all just about financial stuff and there are other people who are in a better position to be able to do that so I will say just like look up and try to get involved in mutual aid
0: also like I know Facebook is the worst but um buy nothing groups yeah are a great way like if you have junk and you don't want to sell it but you want to get rid of it somebody might want that junk and you can post it in like a buy nothing Facebook like your local buy nothing Facebook group and somebody might be like oh that busted coffee table I would love it because I will make an experiment like I will um Fix it Absolute as a fun craft. Yeah. yeah. Oh Dylan, don't you mean meta? No. No, I do not. Um sorry, I
1: watched a video of um it was it was Cody Co. did a video about oh, the, the Meta Sphere or whatever? The Meta Sphere metaverse and his impression of Mark Zuckerberg sounds like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. Oh the you guys are gonna love the metaverse. Um and, uh, oh, hey everyone, my name is Mark
0: Zuckerberg. I hate um, him. I hate more Mark like, Zuckerberg. More like, more like, more like, more like Mark Zuckerberg.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right.
1: Do you have a headline for me? Oh. Um, oh, go follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter is at HYHTGM oh, yeah, Podcast. We have Twitter. Yeah. Uh, send us an email. Our email is podcast at gmail dot com. Do those things. Do you have a do you have a headline for me? Um.
0: Do you see? This is not a headline, but did you see? So Duolingo has a TikTok.
1: Yeah, I have seen Duolingo on TikTok. Um, and are you Chick-fil-A, talking about the Chick Fil A?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Chick Fil A was yeah. like, what's what's your favorite? Or like, how do you ask for extra sauce? And um, well, they made it
1: they made something about like asking for food and some I didn't actually yeah. see it, but I assume it was like asking for food it will, and Chick-fil-A.
0: It so do, uh, Chick-fil-A said something along the lines of like, how do you ask for extra sauce? And Duolingo is like extra rainbow sauce, please.
1: Well, so Duolingo, we've both been doing Duolingo. Duolingo yeah. is very good about like.
0: He is my it. boyfriend.
1: Yeah, he is my is- husband. She is my wife.
0: He is like, his husband.
1: Yeah, this is my partner. Yeah, you know they—they they are very good about having inclusive language, which is really great. And they're really good at dunking on conservatives yeah. in their yeah. comments yeah. because somebody said I saw another one that was like, um, "Oh, I'll, ch- I'll, I'll start taking Duolingo when you get rid of the liberal bullshit in your courses." and duolingo said don't let the door hit you on the way out or something along those lines they basically were like yeah we don't want you anyway fucker Um, uh
0: here's here's a headline um from i'm just saying
1: whoever is running duolingo's tiktok account and their pr team they need to raise asap
0: this isn't like a funny i mean it's kind of funny um so you know how they've been doing DNA testing on Subway tuna because it's not really tuna? Yeah. Subway was like now as always, but now our tuna has tuna in it. And so they uh, somebody did another DNA test on the Subway oh, no. tuna and it has chicken, that- pork and cattle DNA. Oh god. But not tuna. <laughs> yeah. How do
1: you fuck up that badly? Yuck. I, okay, I don't like, I, I don't particularly like canned tuna. Um, I don't particularly like tuna to begin with.
0: I do like tuna. I like tuna a lot.
1: You're super but. valid. Um, I just really don't, I, the smell of canned tuna for some reason rem- reminds me of cat food. My, like, my cat's cat food.
0: I um, mean, that, that actually makes sense because cat food comes you, in a can and often contains fish
1: yeah um so i i i have trouble with canned i have trouble with canned tuna specifically um and other tuna i'm like i have like an ethical thing about it but that's that's a i'm never gonna be i'm also going back to food we've talked a lot about food this episode i am mm. never gonna be a a yuck i hate the phrase yuck you're yum um, but I am never, hopefully never going to be, this is one of those things where <laughs> I just sit, I sat back, like I leaned back in my chair. I, veganism is great.
0: <laughs> Debatable.
1: But, huh? Debatable. Debatable. Okay. Here's my thing. If you want to be a vegan, be a vegan. Just Trying don't fucking to tell make me about it.
0: Informed environmental decisions or informed ethical decisions about your food is great. Trying to, you know, if you're gonna eat meat, try and eat free range organic meat where they treat the meat well. Like, if you're going to eat dairy, try and buy from, like, small local dairies that treat their yeah. cows good. If you're going to eat eggs, try and buy free-range eggs. If you're going to eat cheese. If you're going to buy
1: flour, buy from King Arthur flour because their flour, their, their company is 100% percent employee They treat owned.
0: their wheat well. Um, and they treat their employees <laughs> well. Um, but, like, if you're like, I'm vegan because of ethical reasons and then you only eat, like, child slave labor canned foods... And like that,
1: or you shove it down everybody else's. Like, be,
0: don't be a dick about being a vegan, but especially like especially if you're trying to be a vegan for ethical reasons, but you still eat like slave labor food, like you're not a vegan, you're just an asshole.
1: Yeah. And then also like there's there's multiple ways to be ethical with your food consumption. Yeah. Um I don't want to go yeah, Side like note, sometimes
0: the only time that food can be, it is like
1: truly ethical to eat food is if you fully grow it yourself.
0: Well, I was going to say the only time you should apply morals to eating is about sourcing. Yeah. Um, because anyway, other in other to, cases that's bad.
1: <laughs> sometimes I feel like we go down these rabbit, weird holes? rabbit holes and, um, it takes away from us being a comedy podcast, yeah. but these things are important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like yucking people's yum. But also, I think tuna sometimes is like, sometimes I'm like, it's a little bit fishy.
0: Gee, I wonder why.
1: <laughs> I was trying to think about a fun way to bring it back around. <laughs> so, to, to, to Comedy.
0: Um, I personally love tuna, especially in a tuna melt
1: that's what it's there that's you can't take the tuna out of the tuna melt well like
0: there's a lot of ways to eat canned tuna though and i think the best or one of this, the best ways is in a tuna melt
1: that's fair i made salmon the other night and then i made onigiri and uh nice gotta say um i fucking, like almost that's disgusting <laughs> I, was, I won't say what i i won't say that Are you going to say that you nutted <laughs> Okay, I was gonna say that I definitely almost failed. No, not November.
0: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, hey Dad, don't
1: listen to this podcast, this episode. Um. Uh,
0: anyway, do you want to hear about something re- else?
1: Yeah, definitely. Let me, no, we haven't been going for almost an hour because. No, we have been. Whatever. We it we matter.
0: open. We 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 sank and started talking. I can't yeah. find my window that had all the, the the news tabs in it. Oh, there it is. It's the one that's highlighted. Um, this is uh, local news for North Carolina. Um, but I saw people talking about it and it made me really happy. So um, uh, this comes from ABC 11. Uh, is, it is in, in North the business Carolina. in in North Carolina. It is from the business section. Uh, this article is by Michael Perchik. Uh, headline: Hi, Michael. Make what? I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's uh, uh, the headline is "Make lemonade out of lemons." Triangle restaurant turns scathing review into popular T-shirt.
1: That's hilarious. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I say? Can I say something related to this? Mm-hmm. It, it is definitely related to this. Sometimes, I was thinking about Rudy Giuliani the other day <laughs> <laughs> because because okay. I was watching a closer look with Seth Meyers mm-hmm. from his show, mm-hmm. and Rudy Giuliani came up, and then I started thinking about four seasons total landscaping.
0: Oh yes.
1: And so I looked up Four Seasons Total Landscaping on the interwebs and found out that something I did not know is that they are a women-owned landscaping company in the Pittsfield, Pittsburgh area. One. Oh, nice. I two, did not
0: know that. Two, they have merch. I did know that. I did not know that. They also and dressed, I looked, they quote-unquote dressed up the Four Seasons Total Landscaping as the Four Seasons Hotel for Halloween.
1: That's hilarious. But their website is very funny. Oh like, yeah. their, their website is hilarious and their merch is very good. Um they have like you can get a shirt that's like a political that that is like a mock up of like a political can like a political campaign shirt that's mm-hmm. four seasons total landscaping, make America Rake Again. Um, you can get a political cartoon of the press conference that Rudy Giuliani held in front of Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Can we just acknowledge for a second? Sometimes I think about that press conference, and I just have and I just laugh because God. at its peak, true political like true political theater. I don't know like, if we're
0: living in the best timeline or the worst timeline, but we're certainly <laughs> living in the funniest timeline.
1: It's like the fact that that happened just genuinely one blows my mind and two makes me laugh like genuinely laugh every single time i get to think about it every single time it pops into my head i'm just like oh my god i can't believe that fucking happened Mm -hmm. i can't believe they just were like let's and then not not only did they try not to reschedule the press conference they were like fuck it let's just have it here at this landscaping company Anyway. Incredible. They have t-shirts. Go to 4 Seasons Total Landscaping.
0: Anyway, about t-shirt. this restaurant.
1: <laughs> so this restaurant.
0: Um in Carborough, North Carolina. Um <coughs> Well, it's typically never a positive never a positive to receive a negative review. One Carboro restaurant is making the most out of a difficult si- a dif- making the most of a difficult interaction. Back in April, a group of customers at Luna Rotisserie and Taproom refused to comply with a local mask mask mandate and declined an offer Ah. from the staff to sit on the patio.
1: Ah, so this isn't like a food bad and...
0: It is not a food bad.
1: Ah, so this isn't like a, uh-huh, food bad, so we're going to make a it, joke. It was this complaining is...
0: about the staff specifically. But we will get to that because it's really funny. Okay. Um. It was pretty clear that they were there to stir trouble, said chef and owner Sean Stokes. Well, Can you
1: imagine, just for a second, I, I'm sorry I keep interrupting <laughs> you. I, ju- I think I realize that I am the reason this podcast often goes over an hour long. <laughs> Can you imagine... Just for a second, going to a place to intentionally cause trouble? Like, intentionally be a dick to service people?
0: The first half, yes. The second half, no. I have gone to protests before.
1: No, no, no. Like, protests is different. But, like, intentionally going to a restaurant or a place that has, like, a mask mandate or, like, a movie theater that has specific rules... And then blatantly ignoring them just yeah. to be a dick. I hate to it's, use the word "cunt" here, but do you?
0: Not you seem to relish it
1: <laughs> when describing people like this. I mean, I don't use it as a gendered. I know historically, yes, it is gendered, but also these people sound like they're acting like cunts. Um, <laughs> Trigger it was pretty clear the word "cunt." By the way. I know I gave it after the word,
0: but... And said it, like, seven times.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, It was pretty You're clear... acting
1: like a cunt, I'm gonna... <laughs>
0: I'll stop. It was pretty clear that they were there to stir troubles. Chef and owner Sean Stokes... Says chef and owner Sto- Sean Stokes, while commending his staff for how they handled the situation. About a week them. later... Stokes noticed a number of negative reviews. The one in particular stood out. The customer left the remark on Google reviews, leaving one star writing, this place is full of satanic activity as free, (laughs) breathing humans. We were discriminated against the waitstaff refused to serve our laughing, smiling faces. I cannot believe the treatment we received here as if we were below them. If you like freedom, go elsewhere. Oh, my God. The, there's lots of funny things about that, but my two favorite is satanic activity. Huh? What? Huh? Also, as free breathing humans. And then also, they refuse to serve our laughing, smiling faces. You were laughing Dad. and smiling while being a dick to the waitstaff? Ha <laughs> Uh, once I'm we realized
1: your ears to that
0: <laughs> once we realized what was happening it became a little bit more lighthearted and it just seemed to be oh my goodness i cannot read today and it just seemed like the best thing we could do at that point was embrace it and make lemonade out of lemons said stokes they created a t-shirt for the staff featuring the review and a caricature of the devil And I do believe the devil is wearing a mask. Yes, the devil is wearing a mask. Good. Um,
1: as he should be. Don't want the devil spreading COVID. Um, Wait, hang on. Scientific question. I know you're no Dr. Fauci, but... (laughs) Could the devil get COVID?
0: I don't think so.
1: Does the devil have lungs? Does the devil need to breathe?
0: I think the devil probably has lungs, because... But, but devil's, I, so the devil's devil is an a angel. fallen angel
1: yeah devil's a fallen angel and the angels
0: were made in the image of God and so were humans so I assume we got a lot of similar bits
1: but does God have lungs I don't know you're asking it I'm asking me wait hang on <laughs> I got all turned around I am an agnostic I don't know
0: yeah I don't know either
1: um, <laughs> like I said, I know you're no Dr. Fauci. Maybe I, I should tweet at Hey, Dr. Fauci, come on the podcast.
0: Most of my theologi- theological knowledge comes from A, watching too much Supernatural when I was a teenager, <laughs> and B, watching Lucifer somewhat recently.
1: Um, um, we should ask, who's the actor who plays Lucifer?
0: Uh, Tom Ellis. Tom
1: Ellis. He should come on the podcast, too. I would
0: love that. Come on the podcast and sing us a song, please. Your voice is beautiful.
1: I'd be happy to have Tom Ellis, Dr. Fauci, Will Nas come on the podcast. All
0: three of them for a roundtable discussion about theology and COVID.
1: I think it would Uh, go horribly.
0: I think it would be really funny.
1: (laughs) Well, so we can have Will Nas talk about his fucking devil shoes.
0: Well, I was thinking more like when he met the devil, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. And did a lap dance. Yeah. And then killed the devil and became the devil. Yeah, good for him.
0: Do you see um, when Jason Sudeikis was on SNL and he came on as the he did a bit for I think it was the Weekend Update he did a bit about he's like been, an update on the devil and he's he been was talking for
1: a while though
0: hasn't well he? but this was he was talking about getting a great lap dance recently because <laughs> when it was re- like the most recent time he was on SNL. <laughs>
1: Um, I hadn't seen
0: that. Uh ba, 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 ba. uh, they created a t shirt for the staff featuring the a review and a caricature of the devil who is wearing a mask. Um, um, my yeah, laptop just hi. logged me out. Um, but my recording is still <laughs> going. So we don't need Ready. to resync unless you stopped recording nope what the fuck just happened
1: you're gonna hear me at one point during the recording go yeah hi what the fuck anyway oh that's a great face
0: hello (laughs) my laptop just went Nah.
1: (laughs) your laptop was just like
0: um nope so they they made the t-shirt with the review and a caricature of the devil wearing a mask
1: How many times have you... I think four now. Um, It initially started out,
0: let's make this for the staff to commemorate... Oh, Jesus. uh, Let's make this staff... Fucking hell, I cannot read today. It initially started out...
1: Make it for the staff to commemorate... It initially started out,
0: let's make this for the staff sort of a memento that commemorates a really, really challenging year. Uh, The eye-catching design and strong language caught the attention of customers. Customers...
1: Can
0: you show me a picture of I, the shirt? No, there's like it's there's a video in the article. I know there are pictures. I will send you one. Um, after okay, this, where you. you could you could probably just Google um devil, uh devil customer service shirt or something like that. Um, okay, I'm the eye-catching it. design and strong language caught the attention of customers. Customers would see it and ask what the shirt was about. And as soon as they described it, people just loved it. Oh, I sent it to you on Tumblr, I think, actually, because that's where I found this. Mm. Customers would see it and ask what the shirt was about. And as soon as they described it, people just loved it and asked if they could buy it. And pretty pretty much sold... This sentence doesn't... Um, if they could buy it, and we pretty much sold out of everything that we had, so we ordered more. And since then, they've sold out again. They've now ordered more shirts, and they hope to have them available by the end of the week. As much as I disagree with what they did in coming to the store and trying to give our staff a hard time and trying to ruin the reputation of our business during a time when our business was struggling, it was a re- it was you it was a great review. Really, bummer. Um, While sales have picked up in 2021, the restaurant turned a profit in May and June. Revenues were down 70 to 75% in 2020 compared to 2019 as Stokes highlighted challenges businesses continue to face stemming from the pandemic ranging from staff shortages to supply chain logistics. Please be understanding and instead of trying to think of the worst case explanation for why something inconvenient may be happening maybe try and think of the most generous interpretation said Stokes who expressed gratitude to his team in how they've navigated the past 20 months.
1: Ah, uh, I found the article that you're just talking about. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be a like a really cartoonish devil. Yeah,
0: it's not super cartoonish.
1: He's a very He's a very handsome devil.
0: But um Yeah,
1: I sounded like an old I sounded like a... Uh, old, have uh, you
0: heard that about the... What's this uh, accent? Like a transatlantic accent. Thank um, you. I sounded like a, I sounded like an old Catherine hit yeah. Um,
1: ah, he he's a real handsome dog. Another
0: fun news thing that I just stumbled across while scrolling through my own blog on Tumblr. Um, have you heard about how in Greece, anti-vaxxers were trying to bribe doctors into... Uh, giving them like a fake COVID vaccine and the doctors are just giving them the real one.
1: Oh boy. That feels illegal, it's but, probably I'm not illegal
0: but at the same time, trying to bribe somebody to give you the coat, like just a shot of water and then say that you got the COVID vaccine is also very illegal. So like, how are you going to sue somebody for being like, I told them to do something illegal and instead they did the thing that I was telling I was pretending that they did? Like, how are, how do you press charges for that?
1: It's um, a great shirt.
0: Yeah, it's a yellow T-shirt uh, with a devil who is bright red with blue hair. Um, and it, above the devil's head, it says this place is full of satanic activity and then below it is the full review, um, and then there's the outline of five stars, and one star is filled in to indicate that it was a one star review, and um, the quote it the quote is in quotes, and it is cited as Google reviews. So uh, not the I'm glad they it would be funny if they put the woman's name, but I'm glad they didn't put the woman's name because that would have been problematic.
1: Yeah, that would have been not great. But I think that all places should do this when they get um, one star reviews that are not valid
0: yeah. one star reviews. When people are you just know what being I mean? shitty.
1: There is a a YouTuber who has, I'm not going to say their name because they've recently been, they're kind of a shitty, I don't know. They've done some stuff recently. recently somebody been
0: kind who... of shitty personally knows them has exposed some things that they have done and said which are not great
1: yeah not great stuff but they used to have this series where they um, would review they would read one star reviews of like strip clubs and water parks but it it was like small
0: indie places
1: yes small town reviews of like Midwest casinos and water parks it's like why are you leaving a review here what is the point yeah also this is just a quick side note i have had tiny horse <laughs> stuck in my head all day long <laughs> I cannot get it out of my head Ugh, that timothy chalamet motherfuckers is in my brain not for any good reason, but because you made a catchy song on SNL. You mentioned Jason Sudeikis on SNL, and my first thought <laughs> was, mm, tiny horse. You have
0: a problem. You have a problem with this tiny horse.
1: <laughs> I have a problem with this tiny horse and that any time my brain is, like, not thinking about something, it fills it with tiny horse. Because it's a catchy That's song.
0: So um, it's catchy. Do catchier. you have anything more to say?
1: I don't think I we have only did an hour saying. this week.
0: Pretty, pretty good job. We we this stayed very on it's topic, voice- which is how we did exactly one article. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have. I mean, we talked a lot in the beginning about weird. Food yes, we stuff. did. I opened with talking about. Minims.
0: Also, for the record, lemons.
1: No, not that. I opened with talking oh, about tangents. Yeah. And then we, the last one was Whataboutisms, which ended with Whataboutery, which is the British version of Whatisms, which got us onto <laughs> Biscuits versus Cookies, which sent so us to weird Thank you so much for listening. You have crackers. listened to
0: so many tangents. In fact, probably <laughs> only tangents. Um, and you've heard the good news Tan- about t- the t- dictionary. And you've heard the good news about... What did we talk about in the middle bit? Graham
1: crackers? Oh. Tuna fish. It was yours.
0: That's not really good news. You've heard the good news about the dictionary and you've heard the good news about these cool shirts.
1: Your homework this week is to go look up
0: a mutual aid. in your area. Also, if you want to get angry about capitalism... Google Ephraim Wheel's bull and read more about his life. Um,
1: yeah, eat some uh, non-welch. <laughs> eat protest. some grape. Eat some non Eat some grape, grape, grape jam straight from jam. the jar.
0: Um, thank you so much for listening. Not
1: not made by. I watches. have been Dylan. I have been good Sophia, night and
0: good news.
1: And I will catch Bye. you on the flip side. Bye.